Hello and, and welcome, welcome to BBT, Behind Basic Thoughts. Behind every basic thought, there is always more. Join us on our bubble tea breaks as we share some stories, tips and tricks on being young professionals in the modern workplace. I'm Angela. And I'm Cindy. So Angela, I've got a question for you. Yeah. When was the last time you saw your extended family back Ooh, in China? I think that's quite a while ago, eh? January 2019, I think. How many years that would have been? Oh. Four... Can't oh, math right now. <laughs> Two people working accounting can't do basic math. I think it's around what, four, four, four years and a bit. Yeah, now. that's about yeah. right. Yeah, I have. I mean, for me, I haven't seen them since I think like November 2019. So I think we're pretty similar. Yeah. In terms of that, and I think like um, we were talking about this other day yeah. about how you know with the borders reopening Mm -hmm. and I see a few of my colleagues going overseas to spend that time with their extended family made me realize that actually it's quite different for people who did migrate from another country to live study etc in New Zealand yeah and I think it also made me also appreciate right how difficult it might have been for people during this period of time, but also for for people that had the courage, you know, families that had courage to move across to a different family, mm-hmm. um, the difficulties that they would have faced, mm-hmm. and and as you know, a second gen almost right, one point five gen mig- um, migrant, yeah, you know, things that we had us that are slightly different to people that had their families growing up here, you mm-hmm. know, for generations, right? Yeah, no, I think that's definitely the case because now that I think back, I like time flies by so fast that I just realized you know i haven't seen my extended family in three years and in the 20 ish years that i have been here i've mm. only gone back and seen them for like five years uh, five, five times. times yeah oh, wow okay. yeah not that not that many times at all yeah i think access to family is a big thing for migrant families um so like for example i can't you know if, if my family my grandparents are they're all in they all live in china right mm-hmm. and so if anything were fingers crossed touch would no yeah. but anything were happen were to happen to my extended family over there it will be it's very difficult for us to say drop our jobs mm-hmm. and just you know fly over yeah. and especially when you know in the pandemic you can't even go and see them in a very short period of time mm-hmm. and i think and you don't really get to interact as much with your extended family in a way yeah and that's you, one thing i've yeah. noticed cuz me and my cousins um, who live in china we were pretty close growing up but then yeah. as we kind of moved over here we kind of um just grew apart because you know people grow up so fast and you just lose touch and then I remember back in the days we used to write letters to each other so before (laughs) the internet was a thing and I used to always look forward to receiving like the letter in the mail because you have all these like postage stamps and then we did that for a while and it made me feel connected to like my cousins but then as people grow older and you get busy with your own lives you kind of lose that connection and for yeah. a bit I felt a bit guilty like not being there for my grandparents or you know being there for milestones um you know so it, it is kind of a weird thing to kind of talk about in a way yeah absolutely and I I also remember when my grandparents one of them were quite sick for a period of time mm-hmm. and it was just quite hard like that guilt I, I echo that guilt yeah. because you can't really be there to personally take care of them mm-hmm. um, and I remember my family also the whole family feeling very guilty about it because you know they can we can send help in a way mm. but not in the way that we would have liked exactly yeah yeah and I think one other thing that probably for people that have lived in a country all their lives mm-hmm. that they don't appreciate is how hard it is sometimes to get your family to come over and visit you yeah um, and say 
for example, visas, right? Like that's a whole nother struggle. Oh yeah, it's 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 been it's such admin mm-hmm. and to get people like say your grandparents to come here, your parents to come here. Yeah, as an example, because I've been helping um, my family to do that. Um, for a period of time and trying to get um, just my grandparents because they you know they, they're aging and we want them to be able to live with us mm-hmm. or be close enough that we can take care of them mm-hmm. right but um, immigration is not not the best fun I would, I would put it that way <laughs> let's just say um, I, I've, I've actually been looking into you know the possibility of being citizenship because I was kind of different where my family, when we moved here back in the day, we were instantly um, PR. So we were really lucky. We didn't have to go through the whole residency process. Mm. But even looking at citizenship timeframes right now, it's like over a year, yeah. you know, and it's quite a long process as well. And you yeah. have to get all these documents, which I don't even know where they are, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, uh, I feel you. Sometimes it's even to get, um, you know, a visa for our family to be reunited with us for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hoops and hurdles to go through. Yeah. So, you know, documents and um, and dealing with officials in different countries, in both countries, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just... Um, you know, to all the migrant families out there, we feel your pain. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it is, I think it is quite relevant right now. We kind of got talking about this topic because mm. of the fact that now that borders are finally reopened, it's kind of a weird feeling yeah. that you can actually go back and visit your family again. And it made me realize how long it's been pretty much since I've saw, I've seen them. Yeah. You know, I, I missed quite a few milestones, like my cousin gave birth, I wasn't there. It's kind of weird, yeah. Yeah, and I think for uh, people that moved here themselves or brought their family here, I think one of now that I look back, I think one one of the biggest shocks that they have is mm. probably culture shock and language shock. Oh yeah, for, <laughs> for for families that are not from from a non-English speaking country. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember when I first came here, I only knew the alphabet, and that was like that was <laughs> I only bit. knew yes or no. <laughs> yeah, that's important. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, definitely because I feel I think um, it is difficult I think to assimilate into a new culture yes. or learn a new language especially since um, it won't be your first language growing up mm. you know so it's something that um, as a migrant myself that's definitely something that I experience you know a different culture different language different you know just everything like a lot of things were quite different here yeah a lot that you have to actually learn quite quickly and get mm. used to right yeah and um, I think it's really hard to appreciate that fact without being there and done that yourself Mm. um yeah and and i think one of the things that especially say for non-english speaking countries people that move from there to new zealand or to an english speaking country is that discounting of your experience um for for that first generation of migrants Mm -hmm. right so if i look back say my family my parents right like um they had to they had to really discount the amount of experience and the qualifications they had in their home country yeah. to to really lower sort of their almost their standards mm-hmm. and to try and get you know a job or a role that here. they can yeah yeah that they can that they can earn a living for yeah and I think so for I see some of you know people at work that moved over or friends and um, that moved over as well from overseas that they had to actually say resit some of their exams like mm-hmm. for doctors or for lawyers yeah. you know and even though they might have been performing very well in their home country mm-hmm. so I think it's actually that they're foregoing a lot of opportunities that they could have had in their native countries yeah. to establish pretty much a new life right? I agree because yeah. say for example um, my dad when he came here because he 
had his whole profession, say, in China in Chinese or、mm. Mandarin. When he came here, it doesn't mean oh, you can just transfer to a role that's no, equivalent,、yeah. right? So it's yeah, that is something that I think as I grow older, I appreciate it a lot more because when I was younger, I didn't really understand. Yeah, like how hard could it be? Yeah, you know exactly. Like <laughs>、oh, okay, just move countries. But、yeah. as you get older, and especially since now now I'm working, I kind of appreciate. Yeah, you know, moving a whole family over is quite a big deal. Yeah, and I think in a way. I they're almost sacrificing a lot, right?、Mm. For um for a living, like sacrificing a lot of things that could have meant a lot, a lot of valuable or prestigious opportunities,、mm-hmm. and um to settle almost for like a you know very everyday people, right? Yeah.、And、there's nothing wrong with that, but you look back and you see how much they've actually um given up、mm-hmm. to be able to have you know a, a quite a you know also a good life here,、yeah. but in a different way. Yeah, I don't know why your parents moved here, Angela, but for me, I think. Initially, the reason why my parents actually made the step of moving me here is so that,、um, you know, I grew up with more of a, like, a carefree childhood. I think so.、Yeah. In China, you know, it's so competitive. It's insane. Like, students here just don't really have much of a childhood per se. They're not. They're spending all their free time like in after school prep classes or studying or something. And my parents really wanted to. Make me like happy.、Oh、yeah.、God. Oh, I think I, I echo that a hundred percent. I think with my parents, um, they what they talked to me quite quite a while ago,、mm. a long time ago, was that you know they all they really want for their children、yeah. is for them to actually live happy, healthy lives. Yeah. But see, the thing is, because I know. How much they've kind of like sacrificed along the way. It kind of is kind of okay. They don't put it on me, but it kind of translates <laughs> into like a weird pressure that they've done this much for me. So now that I'm here, I need to do well.、Right. I can't like you know take the opportunity they've given me and be like, okay, that's cool, whatever. You know, yeah. 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 So I feel like it's in a weird way. It's like I put pressure on myself to make sure that they see I am, you know. A, Doing well, right? They haven't just sacrificed everything for yeah, to bum yeah. around or whatever. I think I think it's slightly, maybe slightly different for me. I think again, that's also I had to put that pressure on myself、mm. as well. But for them, I think because I'm, we've always had. I had a really open relationship, like you know, conversations with my parents,、mm. and they always reiterate that you know, yeah, like, that's not what they want for me. Exactly, you know? it's like expectation、yeah. <laughs> for yourself. It's really weird. But then you also have、um, migrant families that, like you said, precisely because it's so hard to get here,、mm. that they do expect a return from their children in a way. Yeah. Um. And I mean, different circumstances for everyone, right? So, but we're just sort of talking to to our own experiences、mm. with our families. Um. I think also sometimes. Like especially at work now, I think I start to appreciate the fact that you know people that have grown up with their families here for generations,、mm. um, you know they, they, the access to connections and to the knowledge about different opportunities. Um, builds up over those generations of、That's、time. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. So, for example, right, like my my parents, as an example, they wouldn't have like you know worked here,、yeah. and their grand their parents wouldn't have worked here. And you know, say if I were going to, um, I growing up, you know, growing up here, I wouldn't really know. Oh, if I was going down, say, professional services, how do I do it? Yeah, you know? this is yeah. exactly what I'll follow and do. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it, I think, we had to figure out ourselves. That's very true. Yeah. Definitely, because I feel when I apply for say internships,、mm. I mean, obviously I have my friends to talk to, but we. All kind of like a bit lost. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, hopefully this is the right thing to do. But yeah, definitely there was like a there's not as much guidance I guess from my parents because they don't obviously know、mm. anyone or things like that to help me along. Yeah, and and for for someone to move here. They also need to rebuild a lot of the network.、Mm. So,、um, say you know, if you have worked in your home country for like you know twenty years, right,、mm. and then suddenly you move here, you sort of had to drop a lot of that 
connection there yeah um and that network it's actually quite hard to rebuild um when you are lacking time right when you need work to earn a living mm-hmm. um for your family here and so I think we, we used to, growing up, we used to hear some of our friends, their family yeah. runs a takeaway yeah. and, um, you know, they to earn a living. And so they spend all their after school time helping yeah, to, you know, that's very common. work at the till. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think um, you, we don't realize how, how difficult it was for, you know, that first gen. To um, actually take that step. Yeah. It's and, actually very difficult. Like, yeah. if I think about myself now, yeah. could I do this? I honestly don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it's actually so much effort and yeah. so much that you are so much unknown giving up yeah, yeah yeah and I think I think that is our parents had a lot of gut I think to move yeah. <laughs> definitely more than me I'm like I don't know how I would have done it to be honest yeah I think especially you know to to a place where the language is different yeah I was like that's so difficult like learning a language is not easy it's not I'm still learning <laughs> <laughs> um yeah anyway so I think that is we today that, that is pretty much today, eh? Yeah, I um, think we just wanted to kind of talk about this because I think we both kind of discussed this and we know, like, say, a lot of people can maybe resonate because a lot of our friends, my friends in particular, are, you know, migrant families, you know, and yeah. we do talk about these things like visas and things that... Um, yeah, and because I think also talking to a few friends that have grown up, grown up here and lived there, you know, their families here all their lives, they don't yeah. realise these are issues. Yeah. And they're like, oh what visas you know yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and, and we just wanted to you know with borders opening really appreciate that difficulties and um and the challenges right yeah that migrant families has faced mm. and to um to share that knowledge a, a bit or like you know share that bring awareness a yeah, little bit yeah yeah with everyone but yeah. um as always you know please send through any feedback questions or comments by emailing behind basic thoughts at gmail.com and we really appreciate a follow or share of our podcast thanks for spending time today with bbt behind basic thoughts and we will see, see you in our, our next, next episode, episode.